Yes, seven twenty six. You can call us anytime. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. And the boys at the night and day have just dropped off a hell of a coffee. You can get one there at four dollars fifty. with Tony Kemp. Well, when you look at various sporting codes and World Cup results, it's really interesting to analyse the outcome for coaches. There's a world of difference between winning and losing. Let's look at last year's Women's Rugby World Cup. Wayne Smith, after coaching the All Blacks to a winning World Cup, then won the World Cup with the Black Ferns. He picked up a knighthood and is now the boss of performance coaching for the Black Ferns and the All Blacks. You'd say that's not a bad result. Now look at the Silver Ferns. Nolene Taurua was not, had nothing to lose, took over the team at their worst and also won a World Cup. She picked up a Queen's Honour and is now a Dame. But after losing this World Cup, her entire role is being questioned. Is she the right person for the job? So if you win one but you lose another, you must be garbage. Go figure. And then we have Jitka Klimkova. Got knocked out of the first round of matches at the Women's Football World Cup. No Queen's Honour, no World Cup, and probably no job. Coaching, starting to get the picture. And the one coaching role that is probably the most talked about in New Zealand, the all-black coach, is probably going to throw a curveball. If Fozzie wins it, he'll have no job, probably get a knighthood, and heaven knows where he'll be coaching next. So who wants to put their hand up to be the next coach? You might get a knighthood, or you could end up on the scrap heap. Or even do both. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Might have to meet Eddie at Centrelink. <laughs> <laughs> Look, honestly, who would want to be a coach? It's uh, a question I get thrown at me plenty of times, and I'm like, no, I could not think of anything worse, Rick Dog. Fozzie? Yeah. To Australia after the World Cup. You if, he win, if he wins it. Oh. It, 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 it throws up a, th- you know, when you're looking at it, and I was thinking about it yesterday. You look at, I was thinking, well, Wayne Smith, you know, like mm. he was the coach of the All Blacks, then the assistant coach, then the coach of the women's, then a knighthood. You know, he's had the dream run, in he? But he's been in the, the pitches and troughs of coaching. Dame Knowles, everyone's going, well, she's not the woman for the job. Mm. Worst result. And you're going, well, hang on. You gave her a knighthood. You gave her um, a Queen's Honour. She's a dame. Mm. So how does that make her a bad coach? Um, then you look at uh, Klimkova. Well, she we're talking about she's years. gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. she signed for six years, but everyone's saying now she's gone. And the one that really got me was Fozzie. He's off to a World Cup. No job. It's an interesting one to compare. Like when you compare Wayne Smith, he arguably had probably the best talent available in All Blacks history. There's a lot of luck in it, There's eh? a lot of luck there. And saying that you've still got to have the right philosophy, the passion, the following to be able to to get the team to do what they do to get results. It's a result-driven industry, isn't it? And it that's is. why coaching is just not a part of, of what I'd love to do. But you think of it that way, um, teams are looking for... Kempi, you've been a coach. Yeah. You've been a coach. You know firsthand what's involved. The, how a coach is successful, what are their downsides? You, you know, what went wrong, what went right for you? Well, the, the one thing that went wrong for me is I never had the backing. Mm. So when I got the head coach's role, I really didn't have the backing. 
you know, the club was in a bit of turmoil. You had a, a private owner, and then you had a rugby guy come in who just wanted to change everything. Um, and he didn't back his own. You know, he, he he went over and backed an Australian. He didn't back he didn't back a Kiwi, which is really disappointing. Uh, the structures were all there, but he wanted to make some change. He's a change manager. That's why he was brought in. So, but you had the results. You had a result in two hundred two. Well, that's right. But and you never. You were running against a brick wall from the get go. Is that, is that it, right? It's exactly right. I just had the I had the wrong person sitting in that job when he was making decisions, and he'd be he'd be you know he knows who he is. Uh, I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. Um, but he's you know he's he's gone. It was always gonna come right, and I think the Warriors will, will win a win a competition when they get a coach in there for a long period of time. The thing that you're talking about, I heard this um, the other night as a comment: the All Black structure. Mm. They've been there for 20 years. And you've got to argue, in those 20 years, they've had some some decent success, you know. Although they've had a few, you know, down a bit of down curve in their in their um in their performance, majority of the time it's been at a really high performing level. Mm. When Fozzie got given the job after Steve Hansen stepped aside, my initial reaction was that I that I thought they needed a fresh voice because mm. it was mm. too much of the same. And yeah. I, I didn't think it was a great call. Uh, what as somebody who's been in the camp, Izzy, what was your take on that appointment? I'm probably coach. You're not given, and results are important. But a new voice and a new, um, you know, a vision yeah. is is hugely important. Um, I got a lot of appreciation for what those coaches, the the management, did for me and my career. But you've got to evolve with the times, and you know I'm not saying they got stuck in their ways, but some of a different vision potentially could be the future. But Fozzie, um, he was up against, you know, he was up, he had his back against the wall from the get go because he didn't get the results with the Chiefs, and everyone could look at that. But from an assistant point of view, he was a fantastic, one of my best coaches I've ever had, yeah, visually. Um, but look, no one's given at any time. The, the All Blacks mantra is. Um, no one's bigger than the team. When your time's up, you've got to move on and hand that jersey over. So it's never really a given. These dames got the results, yeah. but someone else has got new ideas and new evolution for that game to go to another level. And that's that IP that I'm talking mm. about. Like You just don't you just don't kick people out of them because their nah. IP is so strong, mm. you keep them involved. See, a lot of people, and I'll take this back to the Warriors, which is what I know, the sport that I know. When was the last time you heard from Mark Robinson? Oh, you know what I mean? It's been when, the best thing he's done. Walk, yeah. When, when have you last talking. heard from Cameron George? I think Mark Robinson's got no oxygen because yeah. <laughs> he's had to say a lot at the start of the year, but when the results are, are great. Yeah, so his power is in silence. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the power is in the results on the football field. What that shows, and what that shows people that know, you know how to get this done, is that you've got a really good structure and support structure because mm. the guys are getting out there and doing it. If you don't have that, then you're struggling. If you're saying, well, we're getting a new coach, we're getting a new coach, I think the average um, life expectancy of a coach at the Warriors is two two years and one month. Well, you hold that thought, Tony, and we'll come back to you after headlines and we catch up with Ricardo. Great debate, loving this conversation in terms of coaches. We'll get to Aroha. He shares with the news for Kubota together. We're shaping and building New Zealand.